Hello, listeners. Good morning, if it's night where you are, and good night if it's morning where you are. Um, just because I want to be a jerk like that. That's that's what. I'm so unique, I gotta wish you the wrong thing. Um, if it's good afternoon, then just don't stop listening. So wait till it's morning or night and then listen so that I don't have to add a third thing. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> We're on Ezra. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. We're on Ezra, and uh, I'll go ahead and get the better than Ezra jokes out of the way, of which there will be none. So that gets that out of the way. Um, yeah, so like I promised before, I can't think of any news type things. I've been on the um, Imaginary Friends show again, the last three actually, because um, Jake is on vacation, so we recorded a really long one and divided it, divided it, um, I, I have a hard time with words like that lately. What was the one I was trying to... I can't think of the one I was trying to say the other day. But when it's like a did you know, like, I'd have no... My brain now no longer... Maybe when I was little, it was fine, but I no longer can stop. Like, my brain's just like, ah, I don't know, do like four did-did-dids. And then uh, do four, five, six. I think my brain just doesn't want me to say too few did-did-dids. So divided it did it Um... <clears throat> I don't know what's going on. Divided it, divided it um, into three episodes. So I've been on the last three. And that's pretty cool. I haven't listened to the last one. I forget what, what was on that part. But the first two have been great. Um, and that was a fun time. And I love being on Jake's show. It's really fun. Um, and I have a project in the works. But as you guys know, some of my previous projects have fallen through. Um, namely one where CJ is an effing a-hole and just abandoned it like a dick and stopped talking to me. Um, and I didn't like do anything to him. Like he's literally just one day stopped answering anything and just quit. Like with no, like we just recorded the last episode, which was great. Everything was fine. And, uh, he's, he's that kind of guy, I guess he, he gets too busy and then he's too scared to like tell somebody he can't do something. So he just disappears, which is really terrible way to be. Honest to God, if I thought I did anything to him, I wouldn't even be mentioning this. I'd, I'd be like, oh, I guess I pissed him off or something, but it's totally not that. Um, anyway, so that, that project definitely is dead. Those of you who've checked out Two for Flinching. It was fun. Six or something good episodes, but it's totally dead. And then F This Podcast is great and is not officially dead, but my brother has no time and is just dying of HIV or something because he's, he's sick all the time now. And he has kids and a business. So, and it's none of my business. So, <laughs> his business is none of my business. So, he literally just has no time because he has like a, you know, a baby and business and baby business and a baby boomer, all of those things. So, that sucks. Not officially dead. We'll record sometime, but it's, yeah, sorry, you can't really rely on that one to exist all the time. But this project, I'm hoping will work out. And I'm not. Because I oftentimes have projects that go under, I'm not even releasing episodes until we have several banked and are good to go and have lots of guest interviews, just until it's virtually certain that there's no way it's going away. You know, I'm not even going to bother. I'm not going to try to play something up. I'm not, I'm not going to record one episode and then put it out because it'll, it's, it'll just, something will happen, you know, because, you know dealing with busy people and stuff. But anyway, so that's cool. So just to give you a little 
little tiny uh, preview of that. Um, not really a preview, just a just a heads up, as they say. And then we can touch base later. That's another thing that at work I have to hear 400 times a day. We'll, you guys, we'll touch base later. Um, touch base. Have we touched bases yet? My base is feeling a little untouched. Um, can you come touch my base? What if I said that to somebody? Hey, man, can you come touch my base? Like, whoa, what the hell are you saying? Yeah, you know, they'll say touch base a hundred times. But if I said, hey, touch my base, they'd be like, I don't know what that's highly inappropriate and you're fired. So, uh, and then, yeah, as usual, um, please join the Facebook, facebook.com slash T and the B and like, <laughs> like me on Twitter. Yeah, I can never get this stuff right. I always laugh at people who get all this stuff wrong. And then I realized I'm too old and I can't get anything right. Don't like me on Twitter because that makes no sense. Um, <clears throat> follow me on Twitter, like my Facebook page. Um, follow me on Twitter at, at, <laughs> at, at T and the B. So that's, that's easily done. Um, and then final thing is if you like the show and you do, cause you would have quit after five minutes of nonsense that I've given you so far. Um, so I'm a hundred percent certain that whoever this is, whoever is listening, you just love this show. I know it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening right now. It's like the fine-tuning stuff, or the, um, oh, I had the word and I lost it. You know, it's the uh, something principle. What is that? That principle. Sometimes I just try to force my brain, like I just go, ah, principle. Ah, and then like hopefully my I'll just shock my brain into giving me the right word. Ah, principle. What the hell is that? You know, I, ah. all right, I'll keep thinking of it. It's not really something I can Google, too. Most of the time you can Google stuff, but when it's like that, I can't Google, like, the principle. And then that's, you know, it's the principle that says, if, you know, if, if everything wasn't tuned for us to be here, then we wouldn't be here, and then therefore we couldn't be observing that it was tuned for us. So it's kind of... So, anyway, uh, blanking on that. So, but by that same principle, I know you guys are just in love with this show. Although, uh, to be fair, I could have lost you in the last minute of nonsense. <laughs> so this is a new group of people that I'm applying this to. Um, and since you love this show and all the work that I have to put into it, please kindly donate. Click on the donate button. Now that Mr. Kitty seems to be in good health, this is now going to the show. I need, to, I need a couple things um, like uh, heroin. Um, other other drugs. Now I need I need a new microphone and a new microphone stand. That is not because this one just does not. It's too huge and it gets in the way. It's the worst. So anyway, the show and of course all the web space and uh, all that stuff is always a constant expense. Um, so that would be great if you'd like to donate, show your support. Thank you so much to everyone who has donated. I can't thank you enough. It's the best. Um, you guys are just really cool. Okay, so um, having said that, we're on Ezra, and, and like I promised last time, I was going to start doing my research again, and I did. I did, you know, I read into this a bit. There's not too much going on here in this particular selection, but it's probably more than Chronicles, which was just telling us stuff we already knew. Okay, so let's get started. This is Ezra 3. And when the seventh month came and the children of Israel were in the cities, the people gathered themselves together as one man to Jerusalem. Then stood up Jeshua, son of Josedek, and his brethren, the priest, and Zerubbabel, 
And that wasn't my brain doing that. That's actually Zer it's not Zerabel, it's Zerababel, um, the son of Shealtiel and his brethren, and builded the altar of the God of Israel to offer burnt offerings thereon, as it is written in the law of Moses, the man of God. And they set the altar upon his bases, for fear was upon them because of the people of those countries. And they offered burnt offerings thereon to the Lord, even burnt offerings morning and evening. I'm still trying to think of whatever the principle is, whatever the uh, that thing is, but I realized I need to stop doing that because I'm not reading as well while I'm trying to think of something else. So I guess I'll just have to leave that be. Hold on, give me one one more quick try. Uh, principle. Maybe it's not principle. Maybe it's something else. Then I get messed up with that. But my first instinct was that it was the something principle. Principle. No, I don't know. Okay, now I have to quit. I'll try to think of it maybe in, uh, you know, after a chapter. Okay, verse four. They kept also the Feast of Tabernacles as it is written and offered the daily burnt offerings by number according to the custom as uh, very well. That is your custom. No, I was, I was mixing things. That is your custom. Prepare to die. Um, you, you people who know the random things I quote, maybe you'll know what that was. I started to do like an Eddie Izzard. Very well. I don't know why. I have no idea why. As the duty of every day required. And afterward offered the continual burnt offering, both of the new moons and of all the set feasts of the Lord that were consecrated and of every one that was willingly offered a free will offering unto the Lord. From the first day of the seventh month began they to offer burnt offerings unto the Lord, but the foundation of the temple of the Lord was not yet laid. <laughs> that foundation needs to get laid, if you know what I mean. Hey guys, you seen that foundation over there? Yeah, got I know, that thing needs to get laid. Let me tell you. Woo. That is one of the most uptight foundations I've ever seen. Jeez, when when is that foundation going to get laid? Am I right? Am I right? Oh yeah, we got to go do that. Okay, hey, let's go do that. They gave money also unto the masons and to the carpenters and meat and drink and oil. Uh, and one one guy got a bunch of meat to eat. One guy got a bunch of stuff to drink. And another guy got oil and he just had to chug it. Hey, chug that oil. All right, that's what I got. I guess I got to do Unto them of Zidon and to them of Tyre. Um, and to bring cedar trees from Lebanon to the Sea of Joppa, according to the grant that they had of Cyrus, king of Persia. Now, in the second year of their coming <clears throat> unto the house of God at Jerusalem, in the second month, began Zerubbabel, the son of Sh Shetiel, and Jeshua, the son of Josadak, and the remnant of their brethren, the priests and the Levites, and all they that were come out of captivity, out of the captivity unto Jerusalem, and appointed the Levites from twenty years old and upward to set forward the work of the house of the Lord. Then stood Jeshua with his sons and his brethren, Cadmiel and his sons and the sons of Judah together to set forward the workmen of the house of God, the sons of Hanadad and their sons and their brethren, the Levites. And when the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, they set the priests in their apparel with trumpets and Levites, and the Levites, the sons of Asaph, with cymbals, to praise the Lord after the ordinance of David, king of Israel. That must have been great. The Lord must have loved that. There's a bunch of trumpets and, and cymbals. 
hey, Lord. Hopefully he wasn't like taking a nap or anything. Lord's like, what? what? Oh, God, this is supposed to praise me? <laughs> Can you guys, uh, enough with it. That's enough praise for now. That's, uh, thank you very much. Ching, 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 ching. And like the worst possible praise anyone could get. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm praised. Thank you. Thank you, Ooh. Uh, thank you very much for that. Stop it. Stop it. Ching, ching. And they sang together. I, I, those are pretty good impressions of trumpets and, and cymbals, right? Uh, and they sang together by course in praising and giving thanks unto the Lord because he is good for his mirth, mercy endureth forever toward Israel. And all the people shouted with a great shout. And when they praised the Lord, when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house was laid. <laughs> the foundation finally got laid. Oh, my God. Oh, it's about time, if you know what I mean. That uh, foundation. Let's just say it needed to get laid. Let's, let's just say that. But many of the priests and Levites and the chief of the fathers, uh, who were ancient men, that had seen the first house when the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes, wept with a loud voice, and many shouted aloud for joy, so that the people could not discern the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people, for the people shouted with a loud shout, and the noise was heard afar off. Okay, so, having studied, I could tell you what happened, sort of. So, in the beginning of this book, apparently, which I already forgot, but I was reminded, um, this King Cyrus uh, declared, because... A lot of the Jews had been carried off, uh, I guess, in captivity, as, as tends to happen to the Jews in this book. Happens a lot. Um, that's not a stereotype. That's just what actually happens in this book all the time. They tend to be carried off and held in captivity. Um, and I guess Cyrus, uh, King Cyrus, um, Billy Ray, uh, he decided to let them go and, and furthermore gave them a bunch of stuff with which to build their house with. <laughs> um, and he declared that they always double their prepositions, uh, with which to build their house with, which, which, um, and of which to build of their house with of. And so they went back and so they're trying to build, they're basically rebuilding Jerusalem because Jerusalem was destroyed and they God doesn't have a house. He's been wandering around. He's been napping in very pla various places, but he gets interrupted by so rudely by people uh, with trumpets and chimes and stuff. So that's what's going on there. And we are now on Ezra 4. Now, when the adversaries of Judah and Benjamin heard that the children of captivity builded the temple unto the Lord of God Israel... Then they came to Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel, sorry, and to the chief of the fathers, and said unto them, Let us build with you, for we seek your God, as ye do, and we do sacrifice unto him since the days of Esarhaddon, king of Assur, which brought us up hither. But Zerubbabel and Jeshua and the rest of the chief of the fathers of Israel said unto them, Ye have nothing to do with us to build an house unto our God. But we ourselves together will build unto the Lord God of Israel, as King Cyrus, the king of Persia, hath commanded us. Uh, so, which is kind of weird. So what happens is like, so they're rebuilding their house, right? The house of God. And some folks, some kindly folks. Well, it doesn't say that. It says they're adversaries. But all they do is come up and say like, hey, can we, uh, 
can we build with you? Because, you know, we like God too. We like your God. And, you know, we, we do sacrifice unto him since the days of S. Hardon, king of uh, S. S. R. Hadon. <laughs> I called him S. Hardon. S. Hardon. It's like M. Bison. S. Hardon. No, S. R. Hadon, uh, king of Assur, which brought us up hither. And so they're just asking, like, hey, can we build with you and worship your God? And the Jews are like, F off. Friggin' Jews. <laughs> they tell them to F off, and I don't know why. Um, it's kind of weird. Then the people of the land weakened the hands of the people of Judah and troubled them in the building. Yeah, well, no wonder. I mean, they wanted to build with you. And so you say, like, hey, get out of here. We're, you're not us. We hate you. You know, some in-group, out-group stuff. And then, lo and behold, magically, uh, the, these people are kind of upset, and so they troubled them with the building. So they're basically trying to prevent them from building, rebuilding. And hired counselors against them. <coughs> and from here on out... Excuse me. Oh, my God, I cough. Uh, I probably have a sneeze in there somewhere. It's weird. I was yawn coughing. Um... From here on out, it, it's all, it almost becomes like a procedural drama, like a legal thing. It's kind of weird. It's kind of interesting in that it's not that interesting. Um, so they they hired counselors. So they prevent them all the way until all the days of Cyrus. So Cyrus is no longer king until the reign of Darius. And so there's a new king. Isn't there... There's Billy Ray Cyrus, and then isn't there a Darius... Like another country... I hate country music, but isn't there a Darius somebody kind of funny kind of interesting Darius I swear there is I swear I've heard that name it's like an interesting country music Darius Rucker is that it Darius Rucker oh no that's Hootie and the Blowfish I swear there was a Dar- maybe that's who I'm thinking of and he's not actually country well okay we got two musicians anyway I don't know okay I, I guess I'm wrong unless there's another I'm missing it's not letting me search it. Once it locked into Darius Rucker, it won't let me search anything else. That's really weird. Maybe I thought he was country because he has a song called Wagon Wheel. Hmm, could be that. True be- true believers. Hmm. Hootie and the Blowfish in 1986. That's as old as I am. That's how old I am, by the way. All right, so anyway... I don't know, I just, you know, I, I have ADD, I see things, and I just want to figure them out. So there's Billy Ray Cyrus, and then Darius Rucker is the next king. And in the reign of Ahasuerus, in the, in the beginning of his reign, wrote they unto him an accusation against uh, the inhabitants of Judah and Jerusalem. And in the days of Artaxerxes, wrote... <laughs> Man, these names. Artaxerxes, I think, wrote Bishlam, Mithril, Tabil, and the rest of their companions. And to Art- I hope the letter they're writing is like, hey, why do we have such terrible names that no one can pronounce? This is killing us. This is killing our uh, GDP here. Um, Because everyone, it takes so long to say anyone's name, and then no one knows anyone's name. It's just impossible. And the writing of the letter was written in the Syrian tongue and interpreted in the Syrian tongue. Rehum, the chancellor, and Shimshai, the scribe, wrote a letter against Jerusalem to Artaxerxes, 
the king in this sort. Then wrote Rehum the Chancellor. Ah, yes, Chancellor Rehum. Sounds like a, a Star Wars, the new Star Wars character. Everybody has like a Chancellor title and a... I don't know, I hate the new Star Wars. And Shimshai the Scribe and the rest of their companions, the Dinites and the Afarthshites, the Tarpalites and the... Whatever, some other people. So a bunch of ites. Tons of ites. Stalactites, stalagmites. And the rest of the nations whom the great and noble Asnapper... Okay, this this name's worth reading. It's A.S. Napper, but when you say it, it, it can't not sound like ass snapper. As snapper. <laughs> ass snapper. Uh, brought over and set in the city. Sounds like a like a turtle or something. It just, uh, just bites people's asses all the time. Ass snapper. And set in the cities of Samaria and the rest that are on the side of the river and at such time. So some people, you know, the people that... <sighs> The people that were not included are writing a letter. They're like protesting. So this is at least somewhat peaceful. I'm sure most of the time in the Bible, people just kill each other. But these people are writing a letter. And um, they're like, Dear King, to whom it may concern, the mean Jews aren't letting us build their thing with. Uh, No, here's what it says. It says... Uh, what does it say? This is even too much. Thy servants, the men on this side of the river, and at such a, such a time, be it known unto the king that the Jews which came up from thee to us are come unto Jerusalem, building the rebellious and the bad city, and have set up walls thereof, and joined the foundations. Be it known now unto the king that if this city be builded, and the walls set up again, then they will not pay toll, tribute, and custom. And so thou shalt endamage. <laughs> I like the endamage. How about just damage? But I guess endamage, they're making that. That's a word now. Endamage. It's like uh, Simpsons. Embiggen. <laughs> Embiggens the soul. <laughs> it's a perfectly cromulent word. Uh, and so thou shalt endamage the revenue of the kings. Now, because we have maintenance from the king's palace, and it was not meet for us to see the king's dishonor, therefore have we sent and certified the king. That search may be made in the book of records of thy fathers, so shalt thou find in the book of the records, and know that this city is a rebellious city, and hurtful unto kings and provinces, and that they have moved sedition within the same of old time, for which, caused, for which cause was this city destroyed." We certify the king that if this city be builded again, and the walls thereof set up, by this means thou shalt have no portion on this side of the river. And then set the king an answer unto Rehim the chancellor, and to Shimshai the scribe, and to the rest of their companions that dwell in Samaria, and unto the rest beyond the river, peace, and at such a time. The letter which he sent unto us hath been plainly read before me. So that so now this is the king writing back. So what they wrote was, hey, I don't know if you know this, but you sent us a bunch of Jews, and they're building a city, and then walls and all this, and they're building a bunch of stuff, and if you let them build this city, they're not going to pay you any taxes anymore because they'll have the, all these walls. And, they'll, you know, and if you look back in your records, you'll find they're troublemakers, they're total dicks, and therefore, you know, we just want to let you know because we're on your side. And uh, we we suggest that, uh, you know, you stop this. 
base, basically. So the king writes back. Uh, he just sent an autographed picture of himself, actually, because he, he didn't. Those letters don't actually see the king. Are you kidding me? You think those letters actually get to the king? No. Uh, the letter which you sent unto us has, hath been plainly read before me. And I commanded, and search hath been made, and it is found that this city of old time hath made insurrection against kings, and that rebellion and sedition have been made therein. There have been mighty kings. There was a mighty duel. Ranged all over. There have been mighty kings also over Jerusalem, which have ruled over all countries beyond the river. And toll and tribute and custom was paid unto them. Give ye now commandment to cause these men to cease and that the city be not builded until another commandment shall be given from me. Take heed now that ye fail not do this. Uh, why should damage grow to the herd of the kings? Now in the copy of... So that's the end of the letter. So he's saying like, you know what, you're right, so stop him. Now when the copy of King Artaxerxes' letter was read before Rehum and Shimshai the scribe and their companions, they went up in haste to Jerusalem unto the Jews and made them cease by force and power. Then ceased the work of the house of God, which is at Jerusalem. So it ceased unto the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. Okay, that's the end of four. <clears throat> Quick drink of water. Ah, we're going five and six, and then we're done. Then the prophets, Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Iddo, prophesied unto the Jews that were in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of the God of Israel, even unto them. Then rose up Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Jeshua, the son of Josedek, and began to build the house of God, which is at Jerusalem. Didn't I already read this? And with them were the prophets of God helping them. And the same time came them to Tetnai, governor on this side of the river, and Shethar Bosnai, and their companions, and said thus unto them, Who hath commanded you to build this house and to make up this wall? <clears throat> then said we unto them after this manner. What are the names of the men that make this building? But the eye of their God was upon the elders of the Jews, that they could not cause them to cease, till the matter came to Darius. And then they returned the answer by letter concerning the matter. The copy of the letter that Tatnai, governor on this side of the river, and Shethar Bosnai, and his companions at the Epharsashites, I don't know, I don't know, which were on this side of the river, um, sent to Darius the king. Okay, so they're sending, so they went to try to stop the Jews, but um, then some old, one of the older ones um, started building again, and so they asked him what's going on, and then they sent another letter to the king, and it said this, be it known unto the king that we went unto the province, into the province of Judea, to the house of the great God, which is builded with great stones and timbers laid in the walls, and this work goeth fast on, and prospereth in their hands. Then asked we those elders, and said unto them thus, Who commanded you to build this house and make up these walls? We asked their names also, to certify thee, that we might write the names of the men that were the chief of them. And thus they returned us answer, saying, we are the servants of God of heaven and earth, and built the house, uh, and build the house that was builded these many years ago, which a great king of Israel builded and set up. But after that, our fathers had provoked the God of heaven unto wrath. He gave them into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, 
the Chaldean who destroyed this house and carried the people away into Babylon. But in the first year of Cyrus, the king of Babylon, the same king Cyrus made us a decree to build this house of God. So this is sort of, like I said, it's like a legal going back and forth almost. It's like, um, you know, they write back and we're like, well, we have the authority based on this. And so they're pointing out to Cyrus because Cyrus is gone and, and this is the next king, Darius Rucker. And they say, you know, Cyrus told us we could do this. And the vessels also of gold and silver and of the house of God, which Nebuchadnezzar took out of the temple that was in Jerusalem and brought them into the temple of Babylon. Those did Cyrus the king take out of the temple of Babylon, and they were delivered unto one whose name was Sheshbazar, whom he had made governor. And they said unto him, Take these vessels, go and carry them into the temple that is in Jerusalem, and let the house of God be builded in this place. Then came the same Sheshbazar, and laid the foundation of the house of God, which is in Jerusalem. And since that time, even until now, hath it been in building, and yet is not finished. Now therefore, if it seem good to the king, let there be a search made in the king's treasure house. Hmm, I'd like to have a treasure house. That'd be nice. Which is there at Babylon, whether it be so, that a decree was made of Cyrus the king, to build this house of God at Jerusalem and let the king send his pleasure to do us, to us, <laughs> to do us, uh, send his pleasure to us concerning this matter. So they basically outlined the fact that Cyrus had given them permission and they told the king to go look and find the decree that Cyrus made. So that's the end of Ezra 5. Okay, Ezra 6. <clears throat> Then Darius the king made a decree, and search was made in the house of the rolls where the treasures were laid upon up in Babylon. And there was found at Akmetha, in the palace that is in the province of the Medes, or Medes, I don't know, a roll, and it was delicious, and they ate it. And, and therein was a record thus written. In the first year of Cyrus the king, the same Cyrus the king that made a decree concerning the house of God of Jerusalem, let the house be builded, the place where they offered sacrifices, let the foundations thereof be strongly laid, and uh, which they were. <laughs> Those foundations were laid, let me tell you. Oh, they were laid. They were laid strongly. The height thereof, threescore cubits, and the breadth thereof, threescore cubits. It'd be nice. I want to be a king. Well, obviously, it's good to be the king. But also, um, I like how we can just declare, yeah, build that house. And furthermore... Let me tell you how many cubits to make it. And then he just guesses. He just says, whatever. Three score cubits and the, the width will be three score cubits. And people are probably like, that doesn't make any sense. Ar uh, you know, architecturally, there's no way that's... Ah, just do it. Make that many cubits. Um, must be fine. With three rows of great stones and a row of new timber and let the expenses be given out of the king's house. So he's paying for it too. And also let the golden and silver vessels of the house of God, which Nebuchadnezzar took forth out of the temple, which is at Jerusalem, and brought unto Babylon, be restored and brought again unto the temple, which is at Jerusalem, every one to his place, and place them in the house of God. Now therefore Tetni, governor beyond the... No, still the letter. Okay, I'm trying to see... Or not the letter, the uh, legal decree trying to see if it ended yet, but I don't think it has. Now, therefore, Tatnai, governor beyond the river, Skethar Bosnai, and your companions, the Afarsachites, 
which are beyond the river, be ye far from thence. Let the work of this house of God alone. Let the governor of the Jews and the elders of the Jews... No, this might be the king responding, actually. Build this house of God in his place. Moreover, I make a decree that what ye shall do to the elders of these Jews for the building of this house of God, that of the king's goods, even of the tribute beyond the river, forthwith expenses be given unto these men that they be not hindered. And that which they have need of, both young bullocks and rams and lambs for the burnt offerings of God of heaven, wheat, salt, wine, and oil, according to the appointment of the priests, which are at Jerusalem, let it be given them day by day without fail, Wow, that they may offer sacrifices of sweet savors unto the God of heaven and pray for the life of the king and his son, of his sons. Also, I have made a decree. Well, actually, I'm. you know what? I don't know if this is the king or if this is the old king. I'm not really sure. Uh, maybe we'll find out in a second. I can't, I can't remember. Um, that whosoever shall alter this word, let timber be pulled down from his house, and being set up, let him be hanged thereon. And let his house... So this is all very convenient for the Jews. And let his house be made a dunghill for this. And the God that... I wonder if they just have like a collection of dung that's like for the purpose of making houses dunghill. Hey, the king decreed that this house shall be a dunghill. Can you run in? I'm going to need about... Hmm, need about two tons of dung from the uh, the dung warehouse where we keep all the dung. Yeah, I'm going to need you to bring it down here. Uh, we got another house got to be made of dung. There's, you know, of course, like a dung foreman. That's, his name's Dung Foreman, actually. Um, he's, in, he's in charge of it, so he's Hey, yeah, I'm gonna, he's on the radio. I'm going I'm to need another couple tons of dung here. We're going to make another dung hill. I don't think it's just a figure of speech. They actually have to build a dung hill over the, over the house. And the God that hath caused his name to dwell there, destroy all kings and people that shall put to their hand to alter and to destroy this house of God, which is at Jerusalem. I, Darius, have made... Okay, so it's... Oh, no, it is Darius. Okay, so that is the new king. I, Darius, have made a decree. Let it be done. Done. <laughs> Let it be done. I'm in dung mode and mood mode. Let it be dung with speed. <laughs> done with speed. Uh, then Tatnai, governor on this side of the river, Shethar Bosnai and their companions, according to that which Darius the king had sent, so they did speedily. And the elders of the Jews builded, and they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Iddo, and they builded and finished it according to the commandment of the God of Israel, and according to the commandment of Cyrus and Darius and Artaxerxes, king of Persia. And this house was finished on the third day of the month Adar, which was in the sixth year of the reign of Darius the king. So it took him like four or five years, I think. And the children of Israel and the priests and the Levites and the rest of the children of the captivity kept the dedication of this house of God with joy, and offered at the dedication of this house of God an hundred bullocks, two hundred rams, four hundred lambs, and for a sin offering for all Israel, twelve he-goats according to the number of the tribes of Israel. And they set the priests and their divisions, <laughs> and the Levites and their courses for the service of God which is at Jerusalem, as it is written in the book of Moses from Texas. And the children of the captivity kept the Passover upon the 14th day of the first month. For the priests and the Levites were purified together. All of them were pure and killed the Passover for all the children of the captivity 
and for their brethren the priests, and for themselves. And the children of Israel, which were come out again of captivity, and all such as had separated themselves unto them from the filthiness of the heathen of the land, to seek the Lord God of Israel, did eat, and kept the feast of unleavened bread seven days with joy, for the Lord had made them joyful, and turned the heart of the king of Assyria unto them, to strengthen their hands in the work of the house of God, the God of Israel. And that's the end of our reading. So, um, not too horrifying. It's pretty, you know, pretty average. Not not a big deal. Um, and what was I going to say? So, yeah, I was just thinking when I was reading this, though. Because I, don't, I think because we did the first two books of Ezra kind of after Chronicles, I didn't really... I didn't really fully understand what was going on with the Cyrus guy. And I think it would have been much more interesting. Um, who am I? Who am I to criticize how, you know, God decided to, to write his perfect book? You know, who am I, you know, what do I know? I don't know how to, you know, actually, uh, you know, write something interesting like God has. There's this fascinating book that he's written. But I was thinking how interesting it could have been to go into detail about this Cyrus fellow who was the king of Babylon. And he wasn't a Jew, obviously. Um, but for some reason, he decided he wanted the Jews to go back and build their house. So, like, the, I don't know what happened. I was reading up on it, and it's all speculative. No one really knows what, why he did that. Um, because this is actually, uh, I think it's actually historically, you know, kind, mostly accurate. Um, and no one really knows. And it would have been interesting to know more about that. Like, did something happen to him? Did he, they could have had him be like a follower of God. Maybe that is what it was. Maybe they had him have a vision or something. I can't remember, but, uh, but they could have gotten into more detail. They could have, it could have been some interesting plot, you know, something that happened in his life, something that, you know, just tell us why he decided to let the Jews go back to their homeland and build their house. But no, instead they just described this boring procedural drama that happened to letters were, were written. And uh, I think I'm just going to let it go until the music starts because it's going to be about the same length as the last episode. Let's see. It's going to be in a few seconds. So thank you very much for listening. And I think the music is going to cue and screw it. I'm done anyway. Um, go to facebook.com slash T and the B and uh, please donate and uh, Twitter at T and the B and I will see you next episode everyone adios adios